From Chi-Town to the Ville. Nap-Town to the Natty. Hype is where it's at for music and news. From hip-hop to Hollywood. Attention listeners. Attention listeners. Log on to thehypemagazine.com for the hottest hip-hop and urban magazine you've ever seen. It's the 411 on the world of entertainment. New releases. And, and more. more. Just log on to thehypemagazine.com. In stores now at 7-Eleven, Kmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Mark, Pick and Save, as well as all mobile devices. Hype, how you perceive everything. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another King of Underground Media with T-Rex. We have Jermaine in the building. How you doing tonight? Doing good, T. Doing good, T. <laughs> yeah, we are actually broadcasting live on our outside studio. We got a little rain coming in, so we we kind of weatherproofed it a little bit. So whatever that, there's no audio. Oh well, we have audio, but we don't have any live uh, video for this episode. This is true. This is true. <laughs> yeah, we got we got some things coming up. We got some special guests coming up. Uh, at the bottom of the hour, I ain't gonna say bottom of the hour, 15 minutes till 7, we have Puma and Quan from Black Crew. They're gonna be joining us. Can't wait to have them on. Woo woo! <laughs> and I know you're a big fan oh, yeah. of the show. Oh, yeah. So we'll we also have someone that's our next oh, yeah. Brewski. Brewski in the Brewski from Chicago. He'll be checking in with us. So, first off, we're just going to get uh, started with spring football. Spring football is in the air and everything. And um, I know you got to check out some of the games. I didn't get to watch the games. And I was kind of upset. I was, because I'll tell you what I did. First of all, I, che- I checked in on the uh, SEC Network. But it was some baseball. But I forgot baseball. we had an alternate channel. Yep. I didn't even turn to it, man. So I miss football, but t- t- tell us what you experienced. So uh, I watched a, watch a lot of the games or the highlights of some of the games. Um, they kept going back and forth between a lot of the games in the three-hour yeah, three-hour block. So I got to watch. So I got to watch a lot of the Georgia game, which is what they show, which they featured. Um, and Georgia actually looks pretty good. Uh, Ole Miss actually looked pretty good. Uh, Florida, they're, they're working progress, but I think that they're gonna. Ooh, they could they could surprise a lot of people in the SC West. Um, and I also got to see uh, got to see Florida State spring game. I got to see mm-hmm. Nebraska spring game. A little bit of Nebraska spring game. Okay. Not much, but I did watch some watch the Florida State spring game and. I'll just say this. If you jump off the Florida State bandwagon, if you're a Florida State fan, mm-hmm. oh, boy, <laughs> you're in trouble because this team is for real. They got some freshmen that will play and play early. So, oh, word? Word? yes. Um. And a lot of kids come in in January to just try to solidify some starting spots. So, okay. I don't, I'm definitely look. look well, I know I can always go back on ESPN three and watch. Oh um, yeah, some of the games. The Georgia game, the South Carolina game. Mm-hmm. I think all those are going to be locked because they're on the SEC network. They haven't aired on the SEC network yet. Okay. But I think they will be airing sometime this week. Oh man. So check your local listings about that. 
Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And uh, I know Saturday is coming up, April the 18th. Oh, yes. Our A-Day game, our yes. university. Warriors. I mean, a number, of, a number of spring games is that day, but the highlight of my day and the highlight of your day, <laughs> Mr. T-Rex. Don't say it. I mean, <laughs> need I say more? You ain't I mean, about the concert, are you? I mean, the concert will be off the wall. <laughs> If Nelly show up anyway, I mean, Chess is cute. Chess self going to be there. So, I mean, it evens out in the end. Can't forget about Nick Jones. And Nick Jones, <laughs> of course not. I mean, you know. Yeah. It, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just really excited about this weekend because you got like 11 spring games on this day. Yeah. Um, Mississippi State. Alabama, Auburn, Georgia T Day game, Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech T Day game, um, and a whole lot of other big name programs like our home state Illinois. Oh yeah, yeah. That's spring games. That's spring games this weekend also. So fighting the line. Oh yeah. So I mean, it's gonna be a lot of great things to watch college football-wise this week. So, one of the other things that um, I'm really excited about is you seeing the quarterback battle mm-hmm. at Auburn with Sean White and Jason Johnson. Now, I know you were saying Sean White could, could possibly take over the starter position, but in my opinion, I think Jeremy Johnson is the heavily favorite. He's been there two years already. He's a junior. He has played and started games in his first two years mm-hmm. there and he looks like the prototypical quarterback that can run and throw and I feel like that he's the number one man right now. And I, and I would agree with you uh, but you know Sean White has that intangibles that mm-hmm. that Jeremy doesn't bring. I mean he's got a football mind, coach's son so if you look at it from that standpoint you look at Jeremy Johnson's makeup, six six two fifty, as opposed to six three two thirty. I mean, Sean White can run also, but I like Jeremy Johnson's moxie in the pocket. You'll see him throw before you see him run. I mean, so he's he's the anti Cam Newton. <laughs> if, I mean, if you look at it from that standpoint, but they're the opposite. I, I, I get what you're saying about the anti-Cam Newton, but from what I read, he runs a four-five-one. Cam ran a four-five-nine, and they pretty much hyping him up to be the next Cam. From what I read over over last week headlines, that he's gonna he pretty much said, or someone said in that camp that he's gonna pretty much be like Cam. He's gonna run when he can or when he's supposed to. And, but he's going to stay in the pocket and throw the ball when he has to. And that, and that was something that was read last year, actually said. And I actually read that and saw that on on the website. So, I mean, it's actually been true in some respects. But at the same time, I think that if you look at what he's done over the first two or three starts mm-hmm. in his first nine, ten games that he's played. You see him in the pocket more. So I think that 
you can see him throwing the ball down the field. And let me give you also a little bit of a tidbit of information. Uh-oh. <laughs> if you go back and you look at Gus Malzahn mm-hmm. in year three, year three at Tulsa when he was at, uh, he was an offensive coordinator at Tulsa. He was the first offensive coordinator, and that school was the first school to ever have a 5,000-yard passer, three 3,000-yard receivers, and a 1,000-yard rusher in the same season. So this season actually sets up to be that way. I mean, if you decide on a running back like a Peyton Barber or or the other stable running backs that we have, I mean, that could be very, very possible. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. They got a lot of firepower. Side note, I feel like we're in an announcer booth here. Yeah. It's, it's so lovely here. I'm telling you, we can't wait to go to go live video. <laughs> I got to thank my baby, my wife, Wendy, for hooking, hooking this up here. Oh, we're going to... Have Fun live crazy. video on um, YouTube and Ustream, so we're definitely looking forward to that. I just want to <laughs> definitely want to shout that out. Uh, but back to the spring football, I, I have high expectations for the team coming in the fall. Of course, we got to watch our arch nemesis, Alabama, over there across the state. The other team, UAT, <laughs> UAT. <laughs> I just feel like that this is going to be our year, year of redemption because, you know, we started season 7-1, and one, and then we end up on a four-game losing streak to uh, SBS school. Mm-hmm. So I think this year this is going to be the year that we're going to claim our stake in the, the SEC and then at least try to compete for a national title again this year. And that's, that, that's the feeling I have going into watching the spring game next Saturday and also coming up for the fall. I would agree with you, and, and the other thing that I would I would point out to you is this: is that we got a very favorable schedule this year. Oh yes, with a lot of the teams that we didn't play, that we're going to play at home, like mm-hmm. the Georgias, like the Alabamas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have Mississippi State, we do have Ole Miss at home, and them at home. Well, we go to A and M this year, but. And I actually like what A&M's going to do. Their, and their spring game's on the 25th. So oh, yeah. there's going to be a lot of good things to see, especially looking at Kyle Allen. And then this fall we see Mr. Kyler Murray. Okay. If he doesn't <laughs> sign that big yeah. money deal in the MLB, mm-hmm. he's going to go early. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to – Step away for a minute. The rain is clear, so you, you probably see some some pictures from my our set for our spring summer edition of King of Underground Media. Uh, it's a blessing. <laughs> you can't see me, but I'm smiling on the inside. <laughs> yeah, we got we got a star-studded show tonight, so we're gonna be right back, y'all. We're gonna play this song from Connor Cassidy called Getaway. Thank you. 
So people still searching for this truth here. Hey, what you doing, man? Uh. Hey, your world just living in it. Maybe I can get away. Yeah. Uh. Boston, Massachusetts. Home with the pride of music. Through the months of rain, I can get away. Through the time of rain, I can get away. Hey, at least crib, I can get away. Yeah. I'm so dumb, I'm so Still pushing more driving and new bands. Still got a tight aim for the loose ends. Betting fools, I can pay dues with my two cents. I'm hippie paint to your gray world. Black and white through the crowd like they were. They showing true color when you take away the pigment. When you take away the difference in it. Blasting it all, vivid and flying with no engine. They run it with all gimmick. Up. Right about the blue like a scout bell. Stay back, stay calm like a stop bell. Faded in the mind. A 9 5 product at a time. Soon navigation, new direction for the blind. 24 dash 7 bell, get time with a 617 on the side. Let them ride. I hear Cali for the in and out. Got the normal scene on a different route. So they wonder what the kid about. Meet it from the fuse, never know until you live it out. 90 minute winning from records that I was on. Living by the minute, don't gotta capture the image, ain't a dag. How me and music could get along. New control, move switching with a different song. Fans gon' hit him like a chill pill prop. Rhyme game patient at the L kids jock. I love it for what it is, ate it for what it's not. I'm no ass, no ass, no back, no Adam's not you, not them. With the lights on my own, I set the stage. Through the balance of the songs, I get away. I could get away, if I'm not what I'm gonna say. Yeah. I could get away. I don't know what I'm saying. I could get away. I don't know what I'm gonna get away. Uh, no fellas ain't locking in. Uh. Same bitch just dropping in, uh, why you sound like lots of them? Well, can't be a better jacket than three lights on my own. I get away. New bike, new stage, new life, new game, new price, same vision, new hype. If I can get away. At three crib. If I can get away. Like a villain on a get, get away. See the pedal break. Hey, yo.
illest show with no discussion. Putting rappers to bed, you call me Robotussin. I came to usher in a new era. If niggas knew better, they do better. I ain't fucking with niggas that's on that hood shit. Show them something different in life to see they could get. Instagram and pics of my lady, cause she a bad bitch. I'm the pain to my stomach, I never had shit. Uh, my fedora on tilt, nigga. I'm a survivor, this how I'm built, nigga. Purple stitch in my jacket, look like a quilt, nigga. My fedora on tilt, nigga. My fedora on tilt, nigga. I'm a survivor, this how I'm built, nigga. Stitch in my jacket, look like a quilt, nigga. My fedora on tilt, nigga. See it far in. Don't put it in. King of Underground Media, T-Rex, <laughs> we got Jermaine in the building, uh, we got Wendy, production, uh, the admin, um, we got Puma and Quanty coming up at 6.45 p.m. Eastern Time, and we was talking about the Black Ink Crew show, uh, that's one of Jermaine's favorite reality shows, and so we're definitely looking forward to having them all, and we do want to apologize for the technical difficulties there. But we are back, and you know, this is live radio, so that will be edited, so you wouldn't even know what's really going on. Yeah, we like Howard Stern without being Howard Stern, you know? <laughs> exactly. But, you know, like we were talking about before, I think you was asking me, this is one of my favorite reality shows. Yes, it is one of my favorite reality shows, because it shows the realness. It shows what kind of behavior, you know competitors have for each other mm-hmm. but at the same time there's also a lot of love between everybody also on the show you know and then you know my favorite character is oh shit you know <laughs> i mean that's his, that's his, that's that's his name. Name. so you know <laughs> i mean him and his baby mama drama whatever but i'm glad he's doing well i've heard he's clean now i've heard he's mm-hmm. you know left all the drugs and stuff behind for the sake of his kids so, you know, big ups, big ups, oh, you know. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having them all. Um, you say you don't have an attack. No. And you, and you you feel like you allergic to the ink. Have you decided maybe trying to get a henna tattoo just to see how your body responds to it? You know, and actually, I I thought about doing that. Mm-hmm. And just so to see how it looks. And also to see if the ink would not hurt me at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I've thought about it. Thought about it a lot, actually. Don't even show me your tattoos. I'm, I'm like <laughs> jealous of you. You too. I, I, I can't even keep count, but I think I have Boo. about like seven. Boo. Seven, maybe. Boo. <laughs> Boo. No. With the one on with the one on the one on my back can make about ten by itself. So I got 17 tats. <laughs> just kidding. I got seven tats, though, with a big T-Rex on the back. back. <laughs> if y'all can see Jermaine expressing, <laughs> he's looking at me in some kind of way. Yeah, I'm yeah. feeling some kind of way right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the both of y'all, too. I mean, I'm just looking at you, you know. I'm sorry, boss lady. I'm, I mean that in the most respectful way possible. Yeah. It hurt, though. Especially some parts hurt. Like the ankle, 
the ooh man, that back man. I had to be, I had to straddle a chair and stuff, and then my back was hurting. But he, he's, he <laughs> go ahead and get you one though, man. Go ahead and get you one. Get you a bit Arvin Tiger or something on your back. Man, you know, I was thinking about getting <laughs> an interlocking AU on my ankle, you know. Okay. And then, like, getting some sort of anagram tattoo on my wrist or whatever. Okay. So, I mean, I had some ideas. That's what's up. I think I have about five crosses on me. People <laughs> make me feel bad and all. Because you got dudes that, like, they in magazines and stuff, you know, showing their tats or whatever. And then painting tats on people. I mean, but boo. But here's the thing, though. Other than, you know, the hand or whatever, I have the tattoos in strategic places. You want to know why? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, we all understand why. I mean, well, nobody don't want to see your booty. <laughs> well, you know, not only... Uh, we involved in broadcasting. We also in, involved in the uh, involved in the business world as well. Exactly. And it's it's funny and sad when you see people trying to mimic celebrities like tattoos on the face and tattoos like right here on your neck, and you see it. You see, here's the difference: a celebrity can do that. That's that's their job. That's they, their life. They get paid to do that. They get paid to do. They get paid millions of dollars. When you see Lil Wayne walking around with tattoos on his face, Mike Tyson with a tattoo That's on his face. That's him, man. I don't care what nobody say. That's him, dude. Come on, man. Come on, man. And then you see people mimicking people that's not even in the industry. That's in the in the real world because that's not the real world. Celebrity's not real world. That's less than point zero 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 one percent of the world population. Exactly. But you got people in the real world that's getting those same tattoos, and then they expect to get the respect when they're going through the doors of businesses to, to get these corporate jobs, and they get turned down for that. Exactly. And then they get mad because they be like, why why, they, why are you hating? Why are you discriminating? Yeah. It's an image. It's an image thing. You know? It's not even an image thing. It's just a matter of if you want to make that money. Make that money. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you just can't do whatever you want to do. How many looks I get because of that? It works. Yeah, when does she have that hand? A ladybird tattoo. I mean, come on now. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's on the <laughs> hand, yeah, but it's tasteful. Yeah, it, it, it is. And, uh, you know, for business, how they preference. And, and, and that's how it is. It just, people just feel like, you have stuff that's like all over your face and stuff, and you, you think you're going to be in somebody's corporate office. Exactly. They, I ain't hating on that. If you want to do that, that's fine. You know, I, I, I don't that's condemn anybody. Exactly. I don't condemn anybody. When you get stuff like that, that's fine with me. Fine with me. Don't, you know. But I think the other reason why I'm afraid to get tattoos because I don't want people to see me as being like that perception. I mean, you know, it's that stereotypical yeah. type deal, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's tattooed. He's got his 
you know, if he may be in a gang, he's this, he's that, you know, whatever. It's just, it's for the birds, actually, man. Right, right. Hey, you know, everybody gets stereotyped, and yeah, that could be one of the stereotypes, you know, regarding us or whatever, but, mm-hmm. you know, stereotypes across the board and all genders and race, and yeah, that's probably something that you had to keep in mind as well. But if you you know if you're in the you know tattoo business or you're a celebrity you're doing your own thing you're your own boss whatever hey that that's great the people that's in the corporate wor- in America that's trying to, or or the corporate world if you're outside of America listening to the the show you might have to think about that me personally I don't care you know it's your prerogative whatever you want to do but you got to think about it. <clears throat> If you know you're not going down one of those avenues I just mentioned, and you're trying to get a corporate job, you got to consider that as a chance that might not you might not get through the door because of the ink that you have mm-hmm. in visible places. You I mean, know, like like for me, so I could wear a, a polo shirt, and you won't see any of my tat. You got this one right here, but nobody sees nobody man, really sees that. At nobody all. sees the one on the side of my hand, really. Unless I'm just coming up about the judo's chopping yeah, somebody in the face. For what? You know, why would you do that? <laughs> somebody made me mad. Like, you know, oh, like, oh, let's see that. I see that always on my mind. Tat with the with the Jesus cross in the heart. But other than that, I just saw that coming across my face. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, but I mean, there ain't nothing wrong with that, man. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with a ladybug tattoo that my wife has on her hand because. You know, it is what it is. She has a corporate job. I have a corporate job. I have, you have a corporate, corporate job. job. And then we're also blessed to be doing the yes. syndicated radio show. You know, you can you know you can always find this show on College Underground Radio, Block Talk Radio, Tune In. I forgot we ain't on camera. I'm just like <laughs> posing and stuff, you know. Shout out to the Hype Magazine. Ben Brew. Ben Brew. Exactly. CCM, Chambers County Music, Grind Hard Radio, um, Young Johnny, Young Johnny, <laughs> my mama, your mama, my mama, daddy, oh yeah, kids, the Bennett Five is in the building, the Bennett Five is in the building, it's about to be Bennett Three, <laughs> yeah, but uh, not not because anything's about to happen, but that the, the youngest two are about to leave. <laughs> You know, uh, they go back home, whatever. It's a blessing. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to do a little toast, which y'all can't see that. Uh, hopefully, uh, my wifey will be joining us again. Please. We are in our outside studio. We will be broadcasting every Sunday outside. And our outside studio is very lovely. we got a deck. We have a, a, a lovely pool that we, we're going to have ready for Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, we got and our deck. We, our deck is designed. You can do. We can do like shows and like live music and acoustic shows and stuff. So, big ups to Daniel and Renton. And, uh, Marty. Marty Brooks. <laughs> yeah. I thought you better call. Yeah, Ghostbusters. <laughs> the Ghostbusters. Yeah, definitely a big shout out to Brooks. Uh, that's where they go by because of their last name. But Daniel Marty Brooks. They definitely put on a good show. It's an Irish bread put from what I heard. Uh, I saw some pictures on um, uh, Facebook, yes, and, and I heard it was a packed house. And I definitely 
uh, and happy for those guys. And and they will be on the show soon. Um, matter of fact, they'll probably be on sometime in May. We're actually going to have them come out and do an acoustic set out sweet, here sweet. and also an interview. Uh, definitely looking forward to having them. But we'll uh, take a quick station break. And then when we come back, we'll have more of the King Underground Media with T-Rex, Jermaine, and Wendy. I've had a conversation or two talking about me and you, but nothing definite. I'm unaware of your feelings. I'm you. To all to mind, you fine, and I'm feeling your vibe. My mama, I'm telling that love is blind. I'll never go stop till I make you mine. Never know no stalking type. Just trying to find that switch to hopefully we'll break the lights. I'm on my grown man, and I know you know the deal. We've been kicking for a minute. Now I think it's time to chill on this field. Your day. Feeling alright, gotta get my head right. Baby got me daydreaming. You're just too good to be true. All I ever think about is you, 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 boy. You got me checking my phone every five seconds. You're just so good, I just can't help it. Everything's still so right, 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 boy. You stay on my mind like you. I swear it's true. Can't get enough of your love, no, no. I just gotta make you mine. I just wanna have you by my side. Passenger side, do you think that you can handle it? So then let me know, boy, I love the way. Think about it. I get the little butterflies inside my stomach like you just know what to say or do that makes me just want to love you. Every time I look into your eyes, I get deeper and deeper into your baby, 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 baby. I just gotta have your love. Won't you be my lover and my best friend? Stick with me till the very end. You're my best friend and I love you. Talking sexual, I'm talking about how your mind bright. 
been a straight fit type, got me like, what do you do when you used to all of these losers and losers always be choosing and winning, the ones that claim independent from the beginning, I realized you were different, and from then on I've been savoring every instant, an opportunity, hoping it could be you and me, making possible unity, loving ain't nothing new to me, walking together suitably, loving until I eulogy, I know you feel me, D, what's the deal, B, B, To the wine cellar, finished by the specialist, homie. I'm a fine fella, not the average nigga that's rapping that you define seller, rhyme seller, form a stop sign dweller. My girl relaxing on the love sofa, up in the man cave, got Russo and Dubs over, don't acknowledge simple minded niggas when we rub shoulders. I used to rock Tim's, now I'm a love loafer. Do classy, CFR enter, monster shade wine, see scallops for my dinner. Heart slow down in the business, smoking a dab of dog, dressed in all black, now riding like they half a hall. Yeah, yo, we live from the wine cellar. Daniel Ellison on the time cellar. I got bottles on chill. Rubber band, hundred dollar bills, from ill. Live from the wine cellar. Daniel Ellison on the time cellar. I got bottles on chill. Rubber band and hundred dollar bills, I'm Yo, ill. Catch you sipping on my rose blend. This rap shit is a fortress. No way in, niggas. I sniffed the court before I poured a crate. Case of Camus in the back of that quarter to eight. Look how my wildies and the labels, they coordinate. The piano with a humidor, the way I orchestrate. Don't you pick nicks, they call it pick a nigga. Pick of the litter, that's enough, make a nigga consider. Old six Chardonnay is sort of bitter. Green in my galaxy, traveling different orbits, nigga. Half of y'all show resentment, the other half follow. Frank family reserve, got a half bottle. Yeah, yo, we live from the wine cellar. Daniel Ellison on the time cellar. I got bottles on chill. Rubber band, hundred dollar bills, I'm ill. Live from the wine cellar. Daniel Ellison on the time cellar. I got bottles on chill. Rubber band, hundred dollar bills, I'm ill. Yeah. It's about to go down. The mafia sleep. I'm 
gotta get out there and get them for the cane. They watches and rings. I think I need everything. King of Underground Media, T-Rex, Jermaine, and Wendy in the building. We are doing big things here. Definitely a salute to Block Talk Radio for allowing us to broadcast on their platform. Coming up, Puma, less than three minutes, Puma and 20. They'll be checking in with us. We got a lot to talk about. Can't wait for that. Yeah, especially this past season. <laughs> How about season had it on? Uh, this is the third, third season, season. Uh, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, we're waiting on waiting on them to call in to the show. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, having them on. Uh, shout out to Tweety B. She had a video shoot today for her um, video that was actually she did it at the historic site of Fort Tyler. Really? Yes, Fort Tyler in West Point, Georgia. That was the last battle of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. It went unreported, though, from what I understand, mm-hmm. the history of Fort Tyler. They were still fighting here in this area and didn't know that they had got orders that the war has ended. But uh, definitely a shout-out to Tweety B. Grind Heart Radio, she's affiliated with Grind Heart Radio. We're also affiliated with Grind Heart Radio. So salute to them. Um, young Johnny, uh, spoke with Young Johnny uh, over the weekend. I threw out some. I threw out suggestions to him. <clears throat> you know, if you look at how everything is in 2015, it, I almost feel like we're back in the 90s. 
all the nineties stuff has had you know, some tweet about that too. Yes. Fanny packs back. The the uh what what they call them jazz jazz jelly shoes. Yeah, whatever they call them little pants everybody yeah. wearing. Those ain't no but hammer pants. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I mean, as long as the Zubaz and the biker shorts and and the cross colors don't come back, I'm cool. Cross colors come back. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <All> the, <laughs> I'm about to break mine back out. Well, those are 12 Husky. I don't think I can wear those no more. Man, you so 90s, man. I'm telling you. The 90s is back, dog. The 90s is back. The Niners is back. It is. Just as long as Nebraska football don't come back <laughs> to be as nasty as they was back in the day. That's all I care about. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but it is 6.45 p.m. Eastern Time. You are listening to the King of Underground Media with T-Rex, Jermaine, and Wendy. Shout out to Hype Magazine, our affiliate. We're going to welcome our special guests in. If you... Sleeping on a rock. You still know about this show. It comes on VH1, Black Crew. We're going to welcome Puma and Kwani to the show. How you doing tonight? Good. We're good. We're uh, currently in Wisconsin right now. Sweet, sweet. So how's everything make going with you, man? Um, been good, man. Ups and downs, smiles and frowns, but, you know, I can't complain. I hear, I hear you now. The season has ended. With back in crew. First thing I want to ask you. The season finale is Monday. Right. So I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Okay. But the one question I got for you is, why is there beef between you and Caesar? Um, business, friendship, theme. There we go. That's three. That's three good answers. Period. Enough said. Period. Enough said. I mean, you know, it's just, it seems like y'all were family at one point. You know, I don't know if it was jealousy that came into it or. Nah, it's just more of a, nah, I would say more, my family would probably be more oh shit or sassy, but that's as far as it goes, you know what I mean? I think that everybody just got that perspective from just watching the show. Yeah, Caesar was never considered family. But let's not talk about that. Let's talk about So, uh, uh, the last show I saw um, was you and Kwani shooting for Urban Inc.? Oh, no, that was actually me and Sassy shooting for Urban Inc. magazine. They had uh, access to do that. So I took that opportunity because that's kind of a really big magazine. Like, a lot of people know about that. So I took that opportunity. And I styled it. And Kwani styled it. Right. I know I saw both of y'all on the show. I didn't know if it was you or Sassy or, you know, because I saw all three of y'all in the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was just a photo shoot that uh, we did, and it was cool. It's a great opportunity. Actually, it's the Urban Ink with Rick Ross on the cover. If you ever see that, that magazine that we're in. Okay, cool, cool. Hey, Puma and Kwani, this is T-Rex. Uh, question I want to ask for you all, what is the biggest perception that you all get from being on the show? Because I know at times when you are uh, on VH1 or just in the um, general public, uh, there might be a perception that come across. So what is some of the perception that, that you all receive, and what is uh, really the reality of Puma and Kwani? 
people think that the show is like filmed live, like we filmed those scenes yesterday or something. All of this stuff that happened happened like last year, like over the summertime and stuff like that. So it's like the perception is that it's not just live. We already we already lived through this. We have to live through it again. And then people don't understand that it's only an hour show, so they're gonna only show you what you know they feel like showing you at that moment. So you're not mm-hmm. seeing everything. You're not seeing the whole story. Um, right. and, and I, go ahead. Uh, my thing is that we're not no haters or crazy people. I mean, we're just actual normal humans that are just worried about the family. You know what I mean? But people do a lot to disrespect your family, and when you start flipping out, it makes you look crazy. So I guess that's what it is. And I would agree with you. And one of the things that I I wanted to ask you was. What got you into tattooing and and into the public aspect of that? Um, I actually, I probably was the person out of everybody in the, on the show that I could say probably had the most experience in the industry. I've been around it for like, since I was a little kid, just being around the business side of it. And um, we had a shop, the Black Ink Gallery. It wasn't always called the Black Ink Tattoo Studio Whatever you see on TV, it was actually called Black Ink Gallery back in the day. And, um, you know what I mean? I was one of the first people to really be in there and just watching that whole experience of that and building this business up, you know what I mean? And just seeing how things change. Right. And you were just, you weren't really an artist at one point. No, no, I'm actually just, I'm a smart person that knows how to market and put stuff together and make it yeah like a kind of like understanding what you're trying to achieve type person you know what I mean and um, we also were doing art galleries we were doing gallery openings so I was curating a lot of galleries and stuff like that and you know different things now uh, what what I want to know how has the show enhanced uh, your lifestyle and and the the image and the message that you are trying to project and, you know, pass along to people that look up to you all? Um, well, the one thing that I'm, I could say that I was trying to, and, you know, even though people, you know, you got to have a deeper mindset to really understand. It's like, I'm just showing a regular person who is not perfect. Like, you know, I, I didn't go into the thing with the, being nobody's rapper or basketball player or nobody's, Basketball wise, nobody had fake body parts. I came in with like nappy hair and a mix of suit, just to show that you don't have to be perfect. You know what I mean to be on television. Like people have told, like perfection is like the key of life. So they're like altering their bodies and all types of craziness. And I try to like to show that you can just be regular and still be popular. I guess you know you don't have to like alter your whole body and yourself just to achieve goals. You know. Well, speaking of bodies, I mean, I know you got a, you and Pony have a child together. How yeah. does that change you? Um, it, you know, you're you were becoming adults, I guess. Like you know, before make me and Kwani when we, I've known Kwani for years. Like me and her have been in love for quite a long time, and we didn't just have a kid. Like we actually planned this whole situation out. You know what I mean? Like we really wanted to have a kid and get married, and um. Do you think that you would want her in, in this in this type of environment also in her future? Yeah. 
because it's like, now I said, it's an opportunity and there's an opportunity that a lot of people don't get. You know I mean, like, it's up to her what she wants. If that's what she wants to do, I'm not going to tell my daughter she can't do something. You know what I mean? I'm not a dream killer. I think that's what's wrong with a lot of people in society. They kill these kids' dream and they make them just get a nine to five. Like, that's smooth when the kid can be anything in the planet. So if she wants to do that, I'm going to let her rock out. That, that's a good point. And, you know, like while we're on this on this tangent here, Kwani, why don't you tell us about what makes you Kwani? Oh, well, I don't know. I've always been to myself. I've always been an observer. I like to, um, before I really get into a friendship or a relationship with someone, I have to sit back and observe and see, you know, who they are and what they're about and whether or not I want to be cool with them. And I feel like, you know, the past few years I may not have been doing that and I've been making mistakes with the people that I am befriending and stuff like that. And I'm just trying to change that. I'm just worried about my family, my husband and my daughter and where I'm going to go in the future with my career and everything that I want to achieve. I just need to make sure that my daughter's good. It's like not so much about me anymore. It's about my family now. Gotcha. Hey, Puma, this is T-Rest. Uh, I know you're Okay, uh, you're uh, back. All right, T-Rest, you're back. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I know you're a hip hop head like uh, like myself. Who are some of the artists that you are currently listen to right now? Oh God! Well, right now I can't stop listening to the Kendrick Lamar album. He's the savior of my rebel music, as I say. He's like the one that's actually doing something correct that's making albums, which I like a lot. Um, I listen to uh, Childish Gambino. I like him a lot. I like Travis Scott. Kanye West, of course, and I'm a big Jay-Z fan, huge Jay-Z fan, and I like French because I'm from the Bronx, I like French Montana, I like a little bit of everything, you know what I mean, I don't mess with that Young Thug stuff, I'm not for that, I'm not co-signing that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, I, I, but I, I, you know what's funny, small, small planet though, like I'll give you a small random, it's funny how that Young Thug kid is naming his album Carter Six. And a lot of people don't know that Juvenile had his album 400 Degrees, and Lil Wayne, when they dropped Juvenile, he named his album 500 Degrees. <laughs> right, right. Small plan. It is a coincidence because Lil Wayne did that years ago. Now he's feeling some kind of way because you know another artist. Somebody, somebody's doing it to him. Isn't that crazy? Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is crazy though. Um, but um, kind of the, the music that you produce. Um, who are some of the artists that you have worked with and that you are planning on working with in, in the future? Um, I've worked with Cameron. I've worked with Votto. I've worked with Jay Mills. I've actually worked with Birdman before. Um, a lot of, like, underground New York rappers, you know what I mean? And, you know, just been doing that as of now. I don't know what music, man. Like, music is just so, I don't know, it's different nowadays. Like, the production yeah. is not as broad as it used to be. Everybody's really simple, and I'm, like, really not a big fan today's you know, 90s, early 2000s, the hip-hop head down, you know? Right, right. Cause, so, yeah, I, I love the 90s. I, like, <laughs> my playlist is, like, still, like, a lot of 90s music, and even, uh, I listen to Slacker Radio all the time, and I have uh, tons of uh, 90s music that I play there, and I wish that would somehow, you know, creep back into the mainstream, because, 
you know, everything that's not in culture is kind of like, you oh, know, re- coming back right now on uh, the 2015. Yeah. So I, I hope that sound somehow can find its way back it, to the radio. It's out there, like, it's out there when you look for it. Like, uh, the kid Action Bronson, he has oh, yeah. that sound. You gotta, you gotta really, it's really, you gotta look for it. You gotta really go out your way and, like, look for it, you know? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, we're going to take a quick station break, and we'll be right back with more Puma and Kwani. Woo! Kicking gluteus, Maximus, axing them how we doing It's never fearing these rappers, these rappers rapping about stupid shit Super sick, supersonic, atomic bomb in the game Who is this, this is Jake, guess it's safe to say I'm the man I was losing my cool, but I didn't say to my fans Bars as hard as a cinder block, cinder cop, I'm a murderer Breaking into the game and take rappers spots like a burglar You got beef, I took burgers up, best believe and I'm serving them Swerving, crashing, I'm blasting off niggas softer than applesauce Pass the ball to my niggas, so my whole team went Make my way into the game and let my whole team in. Instantly snapping, I'm snapping on beats. Dreaming and scheming, thinking about a master plan. Doing the things that these niggas wishing they can. Thought it was over, but I got my second win. Now let out sing. But astronomers couldn't find a V Rappers say they fit and got me cracking up Let's get it cracking, lacking, been snapping tracks since when I was young Young and I'm hungry for all accomplishments Please believe that I got plenty bars like a jungle gym The world in the game in my hands I juggling and crushing I'm talking shit and I'm hushing I'm hush or busting It's just your attitude Taking them back to school I teach you a thing or two Too bad I can't hang with you But me and my niggas working We working, we trying to get it Steady talking about hundreds My mind is set on a million I used to have dreams of being on stage Now I live it Any track I'ma kill it Thought it was over. Think again. Take a deep breath. King Underground Media with T-Rex and Jermaine. We have Wendy in the building. I'm going to welcome our special guest, Puma and Corner, back to the show. Whoa. We're back. Um, the next question I want to ask you is, um, uh, what what advice would you give someone that, that wants to get into the entertainment industry and also in the professions that you all uh, currently are in? 
have thick skin. You got to have thick skin because you have a lot of people who just, they live for social media now and they live to put other people down. So if you feel as though you want to survive in this industry, you got to have thick skin so you can ignore them and keep it moving. And paperwork. Have your lawyers yep. and paperwork. Paperwork is a key component into the industry. Paperwork, contracts, uh, waivers, agreements. Yeah, don't just take anybody's words. Yeah, people's words ain't nothing nowadays. I mean, you got to have the actual documents and paperwork. Or have emails, paper trails, you know what I mean? Understand the law. Oh, yeah, most yeah. definitely. Now, uh, so what's the newest venture that you have? Uh, well, right now, I'm actually writing a book. Giving their whole perspective of, like, what you just asked the industry and people wanting to get inside and not really understanding. Like, I'm I'm just like anybody else. I tell people all the time. I'm like, just like the same kid that's from the hood, like any hood that's across America. And then you go from, you know, having everybody know your name like that across the planet. You better try to take that and how to move. You know, and everything is not going to be right. You know what I mean, and everything ain't going to be good. So... I just wrote a little storyline about that and giving people my perspective on it. And then I got, like, a couple other secret projects I'm working on that have really nothing to do with my life, but it's going to be awesome because it's just something I want to do creatively. And do you have any shout-outs that you want to give out to? Um, I want to shout-out to my child. Shout-out to Tamiya in New York City right now. She's awesome. Um, Shout-out to my PR, CC. Thank you. Um... Shout out to my lovely wife. And shout out to all the fans that watch the show. Like, I really appreciate the people. I appreciate people that see me in the streets that come up to show love. It's, you know, it's all awesome. <laughs> all right, just want to thank you for showing up for and calling into the show for us. Um, and I also want you, to, want you to know that, you know, everything is going to be good. With you and um, hope everything goes goes well for you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, yeah, uh, thank you, Puma and Corny, for mm-hmm. checking in with us. And uh, you always welcome on the show, and we'll definitely keep in touch with you. And we are, we are a big supporter of, of the movement that you all have, and, and you all are doing in life. Thank you. I really appreciate so that, man. Right, thank you so much. I keep doing that thing too, man. Keep following your dreams. I appreciate y'all. All right, thank you. I appreciate y'all too. Right now. All right. That was Puma and Quanty of Black Ink Crew. They were checking in with us tonight. Definitely an honor to have them on. I definitely want to give a shout out to CC Vance for allowing them to, to come on King of Underground Media to interview with us. Um, at the bottom of the hour, we do have another guest that will be coming on from Shot Town, Our Town. We definitely going to have them him on. I'm talking them <laughs> him on at the bottom of the hour. He goes by the name Brewski. He has an album that's dropping tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Tomorrow? Yes, The Confidence is coming out. The Confidence, the LP, is dropping tomorrow. We do have a song from there that we're going to play off for that called Blake Griffin. So definitely looking forward to checking that out. Uh, you can pre-order now on iTunes. Um, so uh, make sure you can follow Brewski on, on Twitter at Brewski773. is B-R-E-W-S-K-I-773, which 773 is one of the area codes in Shadow Yes. So we're going to be right back. We got a track coming from Jelly Roll. He was on a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he has definitely changed his sound and his perspective in life. This song is called Sunday Morning. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me light a cigarette and drink me a beer. It's Sunday morning. And if my baby calls till it rain here, it's Sunday morning. The bar is closing down again. Me and all my rowdy friends. I think the sun's coming up again. It's Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. Another Sunday morning, another weekend worth of kicking it. Now I'm sitting on the couch and mentally reliving it. Guess I'll chalk it up. It's just a part of the fast life. A stranger's in my room and she looked so much better last night. The radio's loud. Someone turn this shit down. In my living room, it looks like a fraternity house. Man, I swear to God, I regret this shit every Sunday. I'm in dire need of a Tylenol and a Gatorade. My stomach hurts, man. I know I blew a lot of cash. But I'd be lying if I said that I ain't have a blast. The weekend's gone. I can't believe it again. But I know on Friday, I'll be drinking again. So let me light a cigarette and drink me a beer. It's Sunday morning. And if my baby calls, cut it right here. It's Sunday morning. The bar is closing down again. Me and all my ratty friends. I think the sun's coming up again. It's Sunday morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Sunday morning, yeah, yeah. I lost my rent money. I'm about to get evicted. On top of that, my fat ass woke up next to a midget. And all that I remember was us kicking it and laughing. And then I woke up like, what the fuck happened? I swear, every Sunday morning, I feel like a bad guy. There's a dude sleeping on my floor with a black guy. I lost my wallet, man. I must have left it at the bar. I got my keys, but I still can't find my car. So I'm just sitting here staring at the ceiling, feeling with such a gut-wrenching feeling, the weekend's gone. I can't believe it again, but I know on Friday, I'll be drinking again. So let me light a cigarette and drink me a beer. It's Sunday morning, and if my baby calls, tell her I ain't here. It's Sunday morning, the bar is closing down again. Me and all my ratty friends, I think the sun's coming up again. It's Sunday morning, yeah, yeah. It's Sunday morning, yeah, yeah. Come on, everybody, come on, y'all. Let me light a cigarette and drink me a beer. <laughs> it's Sunday morning. And if my baby calls, tell her right here. It's Sunday morning. Woo! The ball is closing down again.
nothing can stop me now. I got the power, la di da da I got the power, deep down within my heart. Nothing can stop me but you Take me when it's my time. So I give my all to Jaja. My soul, my heart, and my mind. Early out in the morning, we'll fry them out. With a hot cup of tea, we are steam them out. With no one in the sea, we're pouring out. We got tendencies for us, burn them out. With a little meditation, breathing out. All the negative thoughts, we can leave them out. And the negative words, I'll be cleaning them out. So long, the Almighty one reaching out. All the dirty souls, I need cleaning out. All the sink aromas, need breathing out. I'm bleeding out. All of the things, I'll be killing us. All the stress and the food, they'll be giving us. All the lies in the media, misleading us. These are toxic things, I'm teasing us. I say I'm gone. Jumping on the car now, you wanna go You work all day till the sun drop low So you have a family for feed and grow Yes, I know, you try your best At the end of the day, you still correct the stress Be more careful and protect yourself Cause your body's a temple and that's where you possess the wealth Oh Lord of mercy, who would have thought that them heart is dirty Pretend to help and them really hurt We give thanks for help, some not passing thirsty That's why I say, I'm gonna say That's why I say, I'm gonna
road, you were told, never call a see I see enough to hold, see so many hearts, fit the ruin go. Roof is hanging backstage wet pantyhose. I suppose they just want to be starry-eyed. But sometimes scarred hearts are really hard to hide. So they try to disguise what they see inside. Visions of a star in between the thighs. But I'm not the one to give a better life. But I am the one to grant you one night. A passion, sex and romantic. Antics make you lose stitches in your panties. Mad bitches fall in love to no end. We are only fuck buzz, never real friends. See the city, I'm only visiting. So for this one night, I suggest you get it in.
Yo, 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 this King Underground Media, T-Rex, the man in the building, Wendy. Um, we got our guests coming up at the bottom of the hour. We're just playing some music for you all that we have accumulated from all the guests that have been on the show. It's definitely a blessing, a God blessing for all the artists and just all the people of all walks in life that have been on the show. So we're going to play another song. God money, though. Oh yeah, you want some God money dope? Some God money dope. Oh man, we play some God money dope. I definitely want to give a salute to them. You know where you can find them? You can find them at Twitter at God Money Dope. Uh, they came on uh, not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago, on our show back in March. Uh, we got a song by them called 100 Million. We'll play that. We got a couple of more tracks we're gonna play behind that, and then we're gonna have our special guest. Booski from, from the hometown of Chi-Town. Town shit, man. We on that new mic today, boy. Put your money on, bitch. GMD, what we do? I gotta do what I gotta do. Ain't no living, bruh. 27 years, a few scratches, but I made it through the rough. In God I trust. Heavy cushion, mud. Lighting it, I can bust a hundred dollars for speed moving up. Devil, you got me fucked up. A real nigga never give up. Rules of the game still apply to niggas like us. How you living, fucked up? I vow to turn up. Stupid cash, living fast, living life is a must. Nigga, hundred million, a hundred million dollars. You ain't got that cash, but don't even fucking die. I need a hundred
Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We won a hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome yeah. back to the King of Underground Media, T. Rex, Jermaine. We have Wendy on board. What up, world? We just wrapped up our interview with VH1 Black Ink Crew, Puma, and Quanti. Definitely salute to them. But we have another star on board that we're about to bring into the studio in just a minute. He is from our hometown. It, it, it's I love interviewing people that's from Chicago. Chicago. I know. I, I know. I know we down here in Alabama now. Duck humps. <laughs> White socks, man. Boo. Come on now. White socks. No, 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 no. I know Theo trying to do his thing over there. Over there. No, uh, but I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to leave it alone. The freaking owners, the Ricketts. They need to go. <laughs> they done tore down my bleachers. All those apartments, you can't see the game from the apartments no more because they got that big old screen scoreboard or whatever. They suck. They need to go sell the team back. Come on to the South Side team. No, come on, no, come on no, to the White Side. No, no, no. You got no, Ken Williams running things. No, no, man. no, come on. no, no. Well, we, you know, we got somebody we can ask. He's from the South Side. So <laughs> I, yeah, There's two against one. Well, we're, we're about to see. You never know. He, he could be a Cubs fan. But we're going to welcome Bruce. My dude. Bruce, get to the show. How you doing tonight, sir? Good, good. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're good, good. doing great, man. Oh, it's, uh, it's a blessing to have you on. Uh, the first question I'm going to ask you, Cubs or White Sox? Cubs. Come on, White Sox all day. <laughs> I told you, man. The dude from the South Side, man. That's a slanted boat, dude. Exactly, man. It's a slap in the face. You're a Cubs fan from the South Side. That's just like. I know, right? <laughs> I'm from the North Side, dude. I was born in Oak Park, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, we're gonna let you keep that team. <laughs> At least we got the, the, we got the World Series ring, you know, you know, years back. I mean, I feel in you 19. know. 1915, 1905, 06. 1908. We haven't won one since 1908. Oh, I'm a lovable loser, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bruce, thank you for uh, calling in. I, I definitely definitely love interviewing people from Chicago because we are from Chicago, but we happen to move down south. So how are things going for you up there? Oh, uh, Good, man. It's been good. I mean, album comes out tomorrow, so... Uh... Definitely just uh, excited and been prepping that, you know, the last few months. And, uh, yeah, everything's good. Definitely, definitely. And I know you are dropping an LP out tomorrow called A Confidence. Can you tell us about that album and and uh, what can we uh, expect from the album that you're releasing? Yeah, the Confidence LP has dropped tomorrow, um, 12 p.m. Uh, Central Time. Uh, the album is just basically, you know what I'm saying, uh, just basically structuring my life, you know what I'm saying? And uh it's just real catchy project. Every every single record on the project is uh super catchy and uh definitely a bunch of turn up records on this, you know, some stuff you guys can all you know, party to and all that. But uh the confidence LP came about, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I've always been a real confidence part confident person in myself and uh you know what I'm saying, just with this music, you know what I'm saying, I'm confident it's gonna be a career and it's kinda like an like a soundtrack, you know what I'm saying, like a party anthem but like a a soundtrack to like bring confidence to you know everybody else listening to the record because I feel like there's way too many people in the world, you know, what I'm saying who really don't got confidence that they're really second guess themselves and like you should just embrace who you are and you know what I'm saying everything else will fall in place. 
So the Chicago hip hop culture, nobody really knows about for real, except for like Twister and guys like that. What kind of style do you liken yourself to? Yeah, see, I mean, I can do a lot of stuff. You know, what I'm saying I can do a bunch of hip hop, all type of stuff. But you know, what I'm saying where you know, what I'm saying everybody like really rocks with me is is my turn up hype tracks. You know, what I'm saying like. You know what I'm saying? The trap. Everybody loves my trap stuff because the high energy and stuff. Like, that's really what people are rocking with the most. I feel like it's been like my sound. I feel like. Mm. So like you know, I, I'm 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 a '90s bass guy, hip hop, and Terrence is more or less old school hip hop, '90s hip hop. What do you follow in that? Yeah, see, so I was born in the 90s, so I grew up, like, the first rap album I listened to was the Games documentary. Okay. So from that, you know, so I found guys like Pac and Nas. And you know what I'm saying? So I fell into, like, the real hip-hop, like, that's the type of stuff I really listened to. But, um, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? There's definitely, like, with my stuff, I got a ton of stuff that got that core hip-hop. The first record on the project is called Superman, which I was against that core hip-hop. But a lot of this other stuff is a lot of kind of new school turn up, you know, high energy, you know what I'm saying? But it fits in its own category. Like, I would, you know, consider it hype. Like, if you, once you guys had a project, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, most definitely. Now, I know you are a party guy. Um, do you um, try to do party records to reach, you know, that that kind of crowd as well? Because I know, I know you know how to turn up the, up there in the side town and everything. So do you try to find do a party record with, like, with some house music, or you try to uh, just do something universal where you can just bring everybody in, into your sound and world. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I definitely been focused on, you know, a lot of the party-type records. I've been, like, working on a lot of my new stuff, too. The album got a bunch of turn-up party records. So, I mean, I, I, like, my main thing is, like, when I'm writing music, I, I always want to be catchy. You know what I'm saying? That's my main concern, being catchy, get my point across, and, you know what I'm saying, relate with everybody, like, you know what I'm saying, so people have a good time. So, uh yeah, I mean, I've just been, you know what I'm saying, learning how to create them type of records, and, like, that's the stuff that people really been responding to. Like, my, my record, Chauffeur, is, like, super big. It's got a quarter million views on YouTube right now. And that one's, like, you know what I'm saying, a party anthem all across, you know what I'm saying, the nation right now. You know, people turning up everywhere. And then I got a record called Kaki. There was this record, Kaki, produced by Young Child. And uh, Kaki is, like, another anthem, because, you know what I'm saying, being from Chicago, you know, so we just got some arrogance. You know what I'm saying, we're just arrogant people. Cause it's like, you know what I'm saying, it's a hard city. I think the cold weather is like a big reason behind that. But, uh, you know what I'm saying, I feel like everybody in Chicago got a little bit of chip on their shoulder. So it's like, that record is actually like a real big party record. And I kind of just kind of made that record not really having any, you know what I'm saying, like, oh, there's going to be a party record. I was more just made it just off an of anthem and, and, you know, people took it as a party record and, you know what I'm saying, off an anthem. So it's kind of, kind of, that's kind of how the process kind of been going. So, what are your musical influences? Honestly, uh, what really got me into music, I was like a little five-year-old kid, and uh, my uncles and bands, and like, the lady that would watch me, son, was real big into rock music, so like, I just like, little, super little, like, was really involved in like, rock music. I, I, I can tell you anything about any rock group from the 90s, 2000s, you know what I'm saying? I was so big into that. So that's what drew me into music. And uh, a lot of these groups, like, you know what I'm saying, like, had a lot of, like, rap incorporated in the music, like the Corns and the Wind Biscuits and the Linkin Parks and the Papa Roaches, you know what I'm saying? 
lot of the frontmen were MCs actually. So it's like it just came. You know, so I, I played in like rock bands and hardcore bands and all that type of stuff before I like started rapping. So I mean, it just came. It came like nature with me. You know, what I'm saying I kind of just fell into it. And uh, so like a lot of the influence actually do come from the rock genre, but like hip hop wise, you know, what I'm saying guys like Drake. Drake's an amazing artist. Stuff like that, like Pac and M and Game. And you know what I'm saying? Like, Nas, all, all them guys. That's, that's the type of stuff that, like, really, you know, got me making this rap music. <clears throat> now, I know you, you created a buzz for yourself um, back in high school with the hit uh, Chauffeur. Uh, how, how have you capitalized on, on building your fan base from that from that single on to uh, the LP that you're going to be releasing tomorrow? Yes. Um, Chauffeur has been just a smash anthem, like, Every time I meet somebody, that's the first thing they talk to me about. You know what I'm saying? Every time I meet a fan, it's just chauffeur. Um, see, the record, I, I mean, I dropped it 100% completely independent. You know what I'm saying? Shot the video and off word of mouth, you know what I'm saying? It's reached numbers and colleges across. And, you know what I'm saying? Poland is super big fan. You know, I got a huge Polish following because of the record. But, yeah, um, the records kind of, like, really put me on the map, you know what I'm saying, as far as, like, bloggers and, you know what I'm saying, rappers, you know what I'm saying, I got some big remixes coming out, you know what I'm saying, just so, I mean, it's really helped me, you know what I'm saying, that record's really helped, like, define my name and, you know what I'm saying, hip-hop, so, leading that, like, the, the Confidence LP is just, you know what I'm saying, my introduction of who I am and, you know what I'm saying, just more more of that for me, you know what I'm saying, more, more you know what I'm saying, more sound for me so I mean I think the LP is going to be you know I think it's going to really help define who I am you know for all the people that you know only know Chauffeur so who would you work with and who would you like to work with uh who do I work with you know so I've worked with everyone like producer wise from Paris Stewart Young Child to my guy Superstar Louis Lando Johnny Gale. So I got a you know a bunch of co-producers on the on the wing, but uh, as far as features, I only got one actual feature out right now with my guy Cadillac Cam. But uh, other than that, I got some big big remixes coming out, and I'm featured on some bigger artists' records. You know, what I'm saying like uh, I spilled a little bit of info like um, DJ Paula, Three Six Mafia. You know, what I'm saying uh, okay. showed a lot of love, and he actually just hopped on my uh, Superman record which will be coming out soon. So okay. there's, there's a little little info for you guys that ain't no, no one heard about. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, I know you you from Chi-Town. We want to talk about this Blake Griffin track that we were about to play uh, to our oh, audience. Uh, uh, <laughs> like your man said, why can't be D-Rose? But <laughs> can you tell us about this I, Blake Griffin track? <laughs> man, I actually wrote a D-Rose record like a while ago. I never like, dropped it or anything. never even recorded it. Okay. And then all that injury stuff happened, and it's just like, you know, never, never got around to it. But um, Blake Griffin. See, Blake Griffin is just the coldest dude in the NBA right now. That dude is just ridiculous with the dunks. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, no one can mess with that dude in the post. You know what I'm saying? Dude's crazy. So it's just kind of like, it shows my high energy because, you know, the way Blake plays, he's a very high, high energetic, you know what I'm saying, player on the court. Like, you feel you feel him, like, every play is so explosive. So, I mean, that's why, like, Blake Griffin, there's so much energy in the record and the flow. And, you know what I'm saying, like, 
you know, so some people are like, man, it's not like some, like, Meek Mill stuff, man, like, this is crazy. So, I mean, I don't really take it anyway. I just took the record with high energy intensity. You know, I just really wanted to go bar for bar, flow on people. And the whole concept, you know what I'm saying, just Blake Griffin, you know what I'm saying, he's a man, you know what I'm saying, I'm dunking on anybody, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, who's in my lane, you know what I'm saying, who's my opposition, like, if they're going to get dunked on, because I might go bar for bar, you know what I'm saying? My energy. No one can match my energy. And you know, nah, that's that's like very good. Go ahead. What'd you say? Okay. Uh, I was gonna say before we play the, play this record here. Well, what is your thought on the Bulls' chances of um, going deep into the playoffs since Derrick Rose has returned? And he seemed like he he, he balled out last night against um, the Seventy Sixers. Uh, do you think that we have a chance of maybe uh, going deep or even going to the NBA Finals now with a oh, semi-healthy. Oh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I think this Bulls team is probably one of the strongest Bulls team we're gonna see for a minute. You know, say because like the contract-wise, you know, some other guys we got. I really like Jimmy Butler this year. He's been going crazy. Paul Gasol's been going nuts. You know, saying we didn't get to see too much of D Rose, but when he's played, he showed. You know, what I'm saying signs. You know, what I'm saying come back to his stardom. You know, what I'm saying so. Like he looked great last night. Um. Noah brings so much energy to the table. I honestly think when the Bulls are healthy, no one can beat them, honestly. I mean, you know what Cavs look nice, but, you know what they're way too new, way too new. You know what I'm saying? The Bulls have been playing together, so I think I think the Bulls can do it. They stay confident, and uh, everyone stays healthy. I think the Bulls have a really good shot. I mean, they're, they're who I got winning it. You know what I'm saying? I had them winning it at the beginning of the season. I think they'll be good. And okay. the Rockets look pretty crazy too. The Rockets, mm-hmm. the Rockets look pretty crazy, and Golden State looks nuts too. So, see, I'm excited. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for the playoffs for sure. They start like the 19th, I think. Now we're about to check out this Blake Griffin track by Bruce and we'll be right back. Yeah, let's get it.
To the King of Underground Media, T Rex in the building with Jermaine, Wendy. We're gonna welcome my special guest back, Brewski, to the show. Uh, we definitely feel that track, that Blake Griffin track, and I'm gonna say thank you for you know allowing us to play that on our show tonight. No, no, no problem. Thank, thanks so much for uh, having me, guys. Appreciate it. Now, with the anticipation of of the Confidence LP that's coming out at midnight tonight. Um, what are some of the things you're going to be doing as far as um, promoting it and or even celebrating the, the release of it? Yeah, um, just preparing everything, you know what I'm saying, getting uh, all the links up, you know what I'm saying, so the fans can get it, get it from all the websites, you know, SoundCloud, Netflix, Audio Mac, YouTube, um, where else we got Spotify, you know, so just get everything prepared as far as celebrating i got a class tomorrow and i got papers to do so that's what no <laughs> celebrating i wish i could celebrate <laughs> you have a very <laughs> late night early morning there right <laughs> yeah it's gonna be pretty hectic but uh the grind what i live for so so let me ask you this are you a big bear fan also yeah yeah a big bear fan uh Little upset, you know, saying that band, but yeah, definitely big bear fan. <laughs> We've had this conversation a couple of times, so I want to ask you this: Are you a big Jay Cutler fan? See, man, Jay Cutler, <laughs> the dude's super talented. Uh huh. Super talented, you know. what I'm saying he's got he's got his spurts of great play, and then just bonehead plays. So I mean, uh, I think. Jay Cutler hasn't lived up to his full potential, but I don't think Chicago wants to give him that chance again. But like, I, I really feel like Chicago pretty much beat the guy up. So I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know. I think he's probably better off somewhere else. And I mean, I, I've inherited trades of like Cutler in the first pick, like our first overall pick from uh, the second pick from the Titans, so we could grab Mariota. I'd be super happy if that happened. Okay, follow up to that. Who would you like to be quarterback then? Mariota um, from Oregon. I'm with you. I want to see him draft that kid. He, he looks crazy. You know what I'm saying? He played amazing. I mean, I know, like, the scouts are worried he's not going to translate with, you know, you know, like the spread offense, but the dude's an athlete. He's super, got a cannon arm. He's super accurate. And, you know what I'm saying? He proved it in college. I feel like he'll be great. I think it'd be a good move the Bulls to pull that off and draft him. 
I'm with you on that. Trade Cutler and the number one pick to Tennessee for their so number no two pick. <laughs> so no James? No, no James. <laughs> Golly, y'all just got quiet on me, Golly. <laughs> no, we can't have James Winston coming to Chicago, man. I like James a little bit. Mar- I don't man. know, James will work out in Chicago. No way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gets, you got a point there. You got a point there. Yeah, I do got a point there. I just, I just threw that out there just to see what kind of response everybody's going to give me. I don't know about Jameis in the Windy City, the city of broad shoulders. You know what I'm saying? The second city. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that, man. Man, you know. got a point, though. <laughs> <laughs> now, Brewski, what can we find you online and, and on social media? Uh, Brewski773 on Twitter and Instagram. And then uh, Facebook, same thing, Brewski773. YouTube, you know, it's Brewski. Um, there's a website coming soon. That's what's up. That's what's up. Oh, I want to say thank you for coming on the show. You definitely got to pick up a copy of the Confidence ALP that's dropping at midnight Central Time, which will be 1 p.m. Oh, not 1 p.m., 1 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, so we definitely got to cop that, and I just want to say thank you for taking the time to come on the show tonight. And you're always welcome to come back on the King of Underground Media anytime. Hey, thank you so much one for having me, guys. I greatly one appreciate it. It's been a, been a pleasure. One other thing. The Cubs. <laughs> oh, man. God. No, White Sox all day. World Series chances here. Yes, yes. I agree with that. <laughs> I hope so anyway. I know uh, they're not starting out too well right now, but, hey, it's a long season. So. Yes. Hey, we won today. We won today. We're okay. three and four right now. Three and four. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I-, I can live with that. You know, we're down here in Braves country. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, definitely go White Sox and, and go Brewski. Thank you, man, so much for being on the show. We'll definitely stay in touch with you, and you take care. Good luck to you. Definitely, man. definitely. You guys have a good one. All right, you too. That was Brewski from Chi-Town Southside. Like I said, it's always an honor to interview anybody, but it's, always, it's a greater honor to, to interview someone from the hometown. That's the home team. when they're from the Southside. I mean, come on now. Yeah, yeah. I, I that was slanted, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know you're going to be white sauce, man. Who? Old Comiskey Park, which now is United Sailor Field. Yeah, U.S. Sailor. I'm talking about United Sailor. It is United, United States Sailor Field. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> ain't nothing like Wrigley Field. The True. old Wrigley Field. True. No, me being from the north side, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, like, oh. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I would like to go to Wrigley Field. I have, well, I have. Have I seen I've sat in the bushes before. You have? Yes. How, how, how's the Wild. I've sat on top of the roofs. Man, you got more than I have. I mean, <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> when you come from the north side. Oh, man. We got the violin. You so, see what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. I like, I like Wrigley Field. Did you ever go to the beach? Yes, you know what happened to the beach? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Of course. Okay. That's not my favorite place to go. Yeah, I had a, I had a cousin I stayed off of uh, 
Tui Avenue. Not too far from the pier. Yeah. You, we can just walk from the apartment. See, now I'm jealous. <laughs> See, that, that ain't even cool, man. Woo, man. Shout out to Cuz, Cuz Tammy. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we used to walk walk from Tui Avenue. See, this why, this why me and him <laughs> start getting along off the air, man. <laughs> we really don't, man. It just... I had a bad experience like that too, man. No, he ain't had no bad experience up there. <laughs> I got stuck in this one of them uh, swings, man. You know what a swing look like a diaper bucket swing. Jermaine <laughs> 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 is walking up the set. <laughs> Have a good night, y'all. <laughs> Evanston, Illinois, man, at, at, at my uncle's house. He had a he had a park right down the street from him, but I got stuck in a bucket swing. Dude. I couldn't get up my thighs that got stuck. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I yeah, mean, man. this is worse than the spring break. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we actually did pet on the spring break show with the stories and what you're telling us now. Yeah. You got stuck in a bucket? You got stuck in a bucket. I mean, I mean, Cordier is jumping in the pool with ducks. <laughs> Y'all saw yeah. a drunk dude. I will. After getting there, and he was in daylight. Come on now. Yep. The bucket swing. Oh. Floor, man. Got stuck in a bucket, man. Oh. <laughs> what we going to do with him, fam? I don't know, man. Yeah, we, yeah, you're exactly <laughs> right. We just don't know. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. But uh, big up to Puma and Kwani. Yes, indeed. Uh, big ups to Brewski. Yes, indeed. Big yes, ups indeed. to my dude, Blue Devils. Oh, man. See why I got to be like that? <laughs> I mean... So, so I know some controversial calls, you know, before we wrap up. So, I know it was a controversial call about the ball out of bounds. The ball went out of bounds, and they claimed... Oh, that went out commission, man. Come on. Man. It come is. On, come on, come on. Yeah. I mean, that made a bit controversial about it because you know if you look at the slow mo replay, it's showing that it went off the Duke player's hand, and, mm. and then, then the referee said they didn't have those camera angles, and then the vice president of officiating, or I guess of the NCAA, said they did have those views. So okay, if they had those views, then use them. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just my thought. That's true, but. On the other hand, Duke won with eight players that Kentucky couldn't do ten superstars. So, no said. I ain't nothing I can say about that. Hey, congratulations to the Duke Blue Devils on winning the NCAA National Championship Five for time. basketball. Five times. Five times. <laughs> you sound like uh, a book of teeth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when he was uh, had a WCW belt, five times, five times, five times, five times. I just need to go spin a rooney, but there ain't no camera around, so I'm good. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. We're gonna close out tonight's show on a high note with a song that I'm gonna be blaring next Saturday, and when we heading down to Auburn University for the A Day game. Please play the tailgate song. Yes, go to close the show out. With CDP, shout out to Chris Smith. He's up there with uh, 
the guys in Tennessee. He, he's doing some things up there. And I definitely want to give a shout-out to him and his crew. We're going to play CDP featuring T-Ham. It's the Arvin Tailgate song. I want to say God bless you all. Always follow and your don't dreams. don't stuck in bucket swings. <laughs> like he said, don't get stuck in bucket swings. God bless everybody. Good night, everybody. We'll be back next Sunday to talk about our experience at the 8 day game and also the concert with Kasha, Nelly, and Nick Jonas. Hopefully, hopefully, Nick, hopefully he gets there. <laughs> hopefully Nelly get there. Uh, you know, blessings to him. I know he, he's going through an ordeal that he experienced in Tennessee yesterday. So hopefully he'll be down here. And we went on our press passes at Auburn University. We went on that email to come through to say, we can do interviews with them. So God bless. See y'all again next Sunday. Good night, everybody. See Ham on the track. You know how we do it, man. Oh, boy, CDP, CDP, no. Hey, you.
Yeah. 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 Yeah.